right, Brimley's. Episode 69. Get your giggles in. Get out of the way. We have a lot to get to. The country is thawing out, Jim. It's about time. Let's help them warm up as we close out February. Dude, we are rolling through February. We're approaching the one-year anniversary. Unbelievable. What a month. And, and how about it? Come on. We got to give some special love to our listeners in Texas. I know we have some listeners in Texas. They're thawing out. We hope that you are powered up and yeah. ready to listen to the whole episode. What a week for these people. Talk to a few friends down there, you know, doing check-ins and stuff. Most of them are doing well in good spirits, the, the, the ones that I've got to talk to. But, I mean, certainly people are all affected in different ways by this out there. Uh, right. We wish you nothing but the best. Yeah, I had some uh, friends I was checking in on. They're getting through it. But what a uh, – I mean, they said that like 73% of the country was covered in snow. Unreal. Unreal. It's like uh, Belushi's house in the okay. 80s. All right. Come on. Did you watch the documentary? I did not watch the Belushi documentary. Tell me about it. How was that? Well, I texted you about it. You we did. Should, um, we can talk about it. It was, it was good. Yeah, yeah, not bad at all. It was um, kind of revealing of, you know, the guy was party animal. I, I don't really know a whole lot about him, you know, other than the, like the few legendary stories and everything, the college sweater, the cocaine. That's about that's about my Belushi knowledge. <laughs> I saw that he picked up that college sweater at Southern Illinois when he was visiting his brother there. Really? Yeah. His who told us Jim, that? Jim, who's off, often um, confused with John. Yeah. Did Jim tell that story? Was, would you say it was according to it Jim? Was, it was according to Jim. No, he was um, kind of a tortured dude, but uh, it, the, it's an interesting documentary, interesting story. But 33, really young, but you look at the work he did, Blues Brothers, Animal House really is uh, probably the most classic, right? Can I be honest that I've never seen Animal House? You've never seen Animal House. I've never seen Animal House. There are certain movies I, I refuse to watch because everyone wants me to watch them, and I hated movies. Now that I'm a movie guy, Pat, it might it might change. I mean, you didn't see the documentary, but at least we could talk about Animal House. <laughs> You're like, nope, nope. <laughs> I have, however, watched most of the episodes of According to Jim. Did you really see that? I mean, I kind of liked you it. Watch that show. On. I really did when it first came on. Have you ever met Jim Belushi? I have not. He was tied to the comedy, uh, a lot of stand-up rooms, right? He was comedy bar for a while. Was you he tied it. up with them? Yep. No, I've seen him perform. We uh, we did like a, my company, after like a big event, an old company I worked for, we had the Blues Brothers 2000 playing at the uh, House of Blues. So I got to, oh boy. I know, I got to see him <laughs> in that getup. Was was Aykroyd there? Does he do it with him? No, it was, uh, it was Jim Belushi. I don't believe it was Aykroyd. I believe it was a... Uh, I believe it was a uh, a stand-in. Just another tall, skinny guy. Uh huh. Who can Daniel wear that hat Stern. And, and also not sing? Yeah, that's brutal, man. He really just hijacked his uh, brother's career. He's yeah. like, "You mind if I step in?" Uh huh. Did you say a Belushi is needed? He was um, downtown one day, and I was working downtown. I was making this. I was doing a thing for my parents' twenty-fifth wedding anniversary, where mm-hmm. I would um, I had like a camcorder, and I was just piecemeal getting people to say happy anniversary. And, and I reached out to Mark Jean Greco because we like loved him and he's going <laughs> to. So I had this camera with me downtown and I ran into Jim Belushi. Amazing. And I got him on camera saying happy anniversary to my parents. He's on yes. the front and he's like, good luck. And he started talking about how he's been married like three times <laughs> at this, at this point in his life. Oh, that's fantastic. 
Yeah, he was probably uh, pretty annoyed. I was just in his face, you know, probably. This is now, 19, man. 1992. That's great. You also met a dead celebrity's brother. That's your Kevin Farley moment. That's so cool. I feel like oh, we yeah, both Oh, yeah, that's have... right. Oh, yeah, the Farley-Belushi uh, comparisons are are big time. They both, yeah. both kind of went out on a mixture of, of drugs. Sure, a little cocktail. <laughs> a little speedball. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's ever going to be a a Kevin and Jim documentary about the brothers. Yeah, Jim went on SNL too for a while. Yeah, during those yeah. years, no one talks about. But Animal House, you got to check it out, man. I think I will now. I um, I, I, although I, I say that and I didn't do it. I've been terrible. I didn't watch any. I I finished The Wire this week. That was my big. I uh, I knocked out The Wire. Mad at myself for never having watched it before. Incredible television. You so ever good. watch? You ever watch like a big show and like uh like the Ed Sullivan show? Yeah, the whole really family sits around on the couch. Really big show. You feel an accomplishment. Yeah. That I shouldn't be feeling for having watched 60 hours of the same television show. Like, it's not an accomplishment. <laughs> you pat yourself on the back like, yeah. where'd it go? You just... Yeah. My ass hurts. Book. Yeah. It's like, my ass hurts from sitting this long. And uh, How did you process Omar's death? I mean, that's a very tough moment, right? I became Unreal. very attached to Omar. I think he was my favorite character on The Wire if I had to... Uh, he might be my favorite television character of all time. Like Omar yeah. is incredible. I've been bugging our friend Maggie DiPaolo about it because she, after we talked about it on the podcast, she reached out and said she was a huge fan of the show and revisits it, you know, a lot. And and family members in, in law enforcement say it's like the most realistic depiction they've ever seen of a lot of things. Um, so I've been bugging her and just like because it's you can't just talk about a show fifteen years later. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't just jump into conversations with people about it. So. She's the one I've just been texting shit like, Omar, really? They're going to do Omar like that? Oh, it's rough, right? Some kids pop them, right, in the store? Just a Isn't little. Like... Yep, yep. We're, we're giving away all the spoilers. Yep, but... Uh, oh, come on. The show I is know. so old. Right? It's old. I know. But um, but yeah, you feel more of an accomplishment than you should for sitting on your ass for two and a half days. You know, that part of Baltimore, my sister lived there for like a year. There was a show book, maybe The Corner, I think it was called. Okay. And it was about um, inner city of Baltimore and... My sister moved there for a year after college and was in like a volunteer program and she was not living in a, um, you know, the safest neighborhood. Sure. She was, I remember dropping her off there and it was like, we're leaving you here. <laughs> wow. I don't know that she watched that show, but that area, the way it was depicted, so realistic and so well done. And you hear that a lot from, uh, from police officers and people that live in, uh, in that world. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was good. Now I feel like I'm starting over. Uh, I gotta find the next thing. Did you watch Boardwalk Empire? He's great, love... Matt. Dude, Chalky White. Chalky White's Omar. another. It's not a was, great character. Again, for me, that was like I was like, how'd they get Chalky White to play Omar? Because I watched Boardwalk first. Oh yeah, I didn't realize it was the same guy until you know everyone talks about Omar, so you know that character name. And then when I heard that name and realized it was Michael K. Williams, I was like, this is going to be good. Why did no one just tell me that connection? I love Michael K. Williams. They're like, what's your name? Michael Williams. Mm, we're going to need a middle initial. What's your middle initial? If you want to stand out, your name is all too common. <laughs> he was on the same cast as Michael B. Jordan for The Wire. Maybe they made that decision together. Oh, true. It's like, I'm, I'll add the B if you add the K. He should just go by Chalky White. That's a great stage name. I'm telling you. Omar White. Put them all together. Hot Omar. dog that one. Dude, I got a hot dog for you. We saw a movie the other night. It's, um, I'll tell you who it's about. If I can give you a little uh, hot dog here. Sweeney Problem features um, 
Louis Dreyfus. Louis a child. Louis, or had uh, Louis Dreyfus support. <laughs> Julia Child. Dude, have you ever seen this movie, Julie and Julia? No. I mean, total. <laughs> I've seen Animal House. It's a total chick flick. I hate saying chick flick, by the way. It sounds so lame, right? Yeah. It's just a movie about Julia Child and this woman who blogs about cooking her recipes <laughs> later in life. And it is Meryl Streep, Amy Adams, watched it with Sarah, and I was inspired. I'm telling you. Yeah, Sweeney Problem (laughs) was just a legend. She was a badass. What is it about her? Well, just, you know, success late in life, which I love to see. She was, um, I mean, I think she was born into wealth and had a pretty sweet life. I think she, uh, they said she wasn't even like into cooking until she got older. Yeah, I did a little reading on Julia Child because you got to remember, right? Like when I was growing up, she was like the biggest thing. Yeah. Like so much a part of pop culture. I mean, we were just talking about Dan Aykroyd a second ago. Remember when Dan Aykroyd is Julia Child in SNL when he like yeah. cuts the hand <laughs> open and is bleeding out? See, I know it more from all of that. I know it more from the parody than I know much about Julia Child's actual. Yeah. Well, she had a cooking show, Jim. She was a chef. Okay. Did you know this at all? I did. I did. <laughs> I think she was big because it was like, first of all, I was a woman doing, um, you know, the, the cooking show. And it was kind of reintroducing this way of cooking into America. It was all French cooking. Ah. She was studying in, in France. And um, the way that she was able to teach cooking just made it a little bit easier and not as much of a, a, of a like mountain to climb, I think. Sure. She was like genuine and funny and they didn't like edit the show. So she would screw up on the show and she just became like huge. People loved her. Just for being real. Yeah. Would you say that she gave her fans the straight dope? She did. She was a straight dope. Okay. Which I gave up saying for Lent, by the way. Oh, damn it. If you uh, have given up anything. I haven't given up anything for Lent. Probably some For Lent. (laughs) Did you do the NWO signal? You did. I did not give up anything for Lent. Uh, probably because I'm not Catholic. I think that that's where it stems from. I don't know and how I'm you're lazy. not Catholic. You're Jim Flanagan. I know. You assume that all the time, and it's great. Like, we just, my dad's family was Catholic. They were all raised that way. But I don't think any of them ever really moved forward with the, with raising the kids to that. You know, I mean, some of my cousins definitely uh, went further than me. Probably got communion, confirmed. So are you the, like a free agent? Are you unaffiliated? I really am. I'm uh, I'm testing the waters, you know. I uh, I'll go I'll go to training camp with anybody, you know what I mean? I'll step foot in a Lutheran. I'll go to a Catholic mass. I'll do them, but I Were I'm, you baptized? Yes, I was baptized. That's about where it stops. Yeah. It's about where dipped. it stopped. I did. And then that, you were like, that's it. That's it. Just one sacrament. That's it. Just one Jim dipped. But you're a member of the flock then, Jim. You are uh you're just, I think, a little bit of a lost sheep. I might be. I might I'm be. I'm trying to bring you back into the herd. I'm my nephew is being confirmed today. Oh yeah. Very big Catholic step. I'm actually the sponsor. I'm very excited. I'm headed oh. to I'm headed to church post recording here. Congratulations. To, um, to help Wyatt into manhood, if you will, right? This is a rite of passage. This is like the bar mitzvah of Catholicism. Oh, that's awesome, man. Congratulations. I had a sponsor once. <laughs> no, dude, I'm excited. I'm very flattered that he, he asked me. It's a big deal getting getting confirmed. It's a very big deal. There's like there's steps involved, right? You gotta pass some tests, you gotta you gotta walk a tightrope, right? You gotta step on fiery coals. What do you have to do to get confirmed? Yeah, there's a driver's test. Okay. I, I took him into the cemetery, drove around. 
perfect. Good. No, I think that you just have to do a paper on the saint that you pick. Okay. Because you could pick a confirmation name. Do you know that? It has to be a saint. A saint. It can't sure. be like it's Magnum. My <laughs> my confirmation name is. Can you go with like Ricky Williams? <laughs> Uber. Little Messiah. <laughs> your your Fortnite handle. Yeah, just pick up. Uh, I'm gonna go with Takashi Six Nine. This is my. I'm gonna write a paper my about confirmation him. name. <laughs> I remember. Can you pick I a New Orleans had... Saint. Can you pick Ricky Williams? Did that joke fly over your head, or was it just too dumb? Oh, you? I got no, you. I got okay. you. Ricky K Williams. <laughs> well done, dude. I was uh, Michael, and I remember the bishop was asking me like, "What's with all the Michaels?" And I said, "Michael Jordan." <laughs> yeah, come on, it's like, come on, dude. Who do you? No doubt. Have you never left this building? Oh, never mind. Probably 1990. Not. It's unbelievable. Of course, everyone's Michael. That would be great if you if you could pick pick like a pilot name. <laughs> What's your confirmation name? Gunner. <laughs> Dude, that was my that was my name in, in college. I, I used to. Did you have a go to pseudonym? Pseudonym? No. No. Tell us Alias. 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 No. Oh, mine was Gunner. Really? Oh, you didn't have a round Mexico? Like you went by, you called yourself Gunner? Oh, yeah. This oh, my God. Orso is Dallas. Oh, shut Gunner. up. Come <laughs> yeah. on. It's the broiest thing I've ever heard. Of course. Dallas and Gunner out there at frat parties trying to smash. Never was at a frat party. I wasn't at a frat. No. no. Gunner no. and Dallas weren't, weren't at frat boys? That's surprising. No, we were just being goofballs. That's hilarious. Dude, that was a funny thing in the Belushi documentary when he was a samurai. <laughs> that's a, that's so a great great. sketch. That's a really great sketch. When he go back and he's just got the big sword. And- yeah! <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Dude, you he's- you more grew up on him, right? Like, I mean, because it was just he was just out of my wheelhouse, I think. And I should dude, go back. No, out of my wheelhouse too. He was kind of mythical. He died in 82. I oh, was wow. six. But his legacy was, yeah. you know. Um, I was going to say too, that John Landis, who, who directed Animal House, he had a great career. He was in, um, not in, but he directed, uh, a bunch of classics at that time, like three amigos cocoon. Did he do cocoon? I don't think so. I'm just, I'm sorry. <laughs> Coming to America. Oh man. He, he, um, directed a thriller video too. Really? Yeah. John Landis. He's a Chicago am- guy. Yes, he, he I, I saw that he had like, uh, he was responsible. Not, I don't know if he was responsible, but they were making a movie and they had like a stunt accident, like a helicopter. There were some explosives and he, I think he like two kids and a couple of adults were killed. Like, oh my God. On the set. Yeah. Not good. What no movie bueno. was that for? Um, I'm not sure what movie it was. It was yes. um, hopefully not the Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers 2000? Another one he did. Yeah. He did direct that one too. I don't know if he directed the corporate show you were at when Jim Belushi and his neighbor where uh, Jake and Elwood, he just picked a guy up. Why is Jim Belushi so slammed by, um, by I don't people? Know. I don't know, man. And, and again, it's probably not even, I don't know enough of his story for me to say any of the shit I said earlier about him. Like, it, he's probably a very nice guy. He's afforded he people opportunities in comedy. I have nothing. I'm I've not making fun of him anymore. I'm giving that up for Lent. If anyone asks go. me, what are you giving up for Lent? Making <laughs> fun of Jim Belushi. That's perfect. Which is I not got- like giving it up. My, like, Josephine, I asked her, what are you giving up for Lent? Um, candy. Like, that's the best when you're making it. Oh, you're making a big sacrifice, huh? <laughs> that is a big sacrifice, though. But not chocolate. Oh, Just okay. candy. All right, just candy. Just like Smarties. Remember the loopholes? Well, I know you're not Catholic, but you just, you went to the first, you went to the first party. You went to the <laughs> baptism, and then like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I did. 
we uh yeah i don't know man it just kind of left the family pretty pretty quickly again i think some people still go to catholic church uh, you know and aunts and uncles but i think most of the rest of us kind of stepped out are you familiar with the loopholes of lent though like oh yeah like was that ever like at school were people giving up stuff for lent oh all the time like i would pretend to yeah i can't remember anything for 40 days especially a childhood gym but yeah people were giving stuff up they'd be like so hard and then you would like create loopholes too like you could do it on sunday yeah it's like (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I gave up ice cream, but then I remember hearing like, but on Sundays you can do your Lenten. Pre- like, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's not real. Is yeah. it always like every family's making up their own rules? Like, well, if you stand on one foot, you can have a soda. That's I'm fine. giving up drinking for Lent, but on Sunday I'm getting <laughs> shit faced because you don't have to do it on Sundays. Yeah, I don't. Um, and then there was a trend to. I'm not going to give anything up. I'm going to try and add something and be like a better person right okay. there's that too that's bullshit where you um because i always struggled with like the giving up the meat like i remember like you know yeah. we're not having meat on friday oh but we're having orange roughy and <laughs> salmon shrimp lobster tails it's like this is not a sacrifice right. not eating meat dinner costs twice as much tonight come on that's not a sacrifice yeah yeah i'm not a huge um I don't know. I'm, I'm very skeptical of some of these rules, right? Yeah. But it is nice to um, think about giving something up. I think it helps you out every now and then. Uh, but I never was really that. I remember one time I gave up uh, pop, like Sprite. I used to drink a lot of Sprite. Sure. In high school. Slice, too. Remember Slice? Oh, man, that was a good one. <laughs> Lemon, lime, slice. Oh, uh, dude, orange, orange slice. Slice, man. Oh my goodness. What a, whatever happened. How'd that ever go downhill? That was like cool and hip and right for the times. Yeah. Is it not a thing anymore? I don't think so. I don't oh, think dude. so. Dude, 50 cents. Give me my, that's like when pop, that, that would be interesting to go back and look at what, what was pop, like a can of pop your freshman year of high school versus your senior year. Like, did it go up at all? Remember when it went up to like 60 cents? And oh, you're man. like, what the f- it's unbelievable. Now, like the machines take credit cards. It's like, how much is a, how much could a soda possibly be that you've got like, someone's right. taking a transaction fee on this. It was a quarter at one point. Do you remember it's, that? Like you'd go to a place, like a cheap place and they'd have like yeah. RC for a quarter. And you're like, you can get two cans of pop for one can of pop money. Okay, so of course. If somebody put two quarters in your hand right now and said, tell me, name 10 things you could do with this. You probably could think of 10 things that at one point in your life you could do with that. Sure. But, you, know, you could get a Sun Times. Yeah. That. They're 35 yeah. cents. You're just like, that was nothing. Right. 50 cents. You could get. Oh, my God. Two bouncy balls. Yeah. Make some phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to some. You could check your voicemail and then return the page. You know, like you can world do- of possibilities. I mean, 50 cents. You had. Yeah. You had access. Now you don't even want change in your pocket. Like, I don't even want. I don't want coins in my life. No, I bought something this morning and uh, it was like six nineteen, and I had a quarter in my pocket. And I was all excited, so I gave them six twenty five, and they gave me. I'm like, shit! I just changed one coin for two. That's not helping yeah. any. <laughs> what did I just? I just made it. Now I'm a jingle. I just made it worse. Some people have no clue how to um, even work with the cash, right? When you give it to yeah. them, because they're not used to it. And then when you do like. I start to second guess myself, like you're, like you're saying there, when you throw that coin in where it yeah. might make sense to you, but like, you know, you might give them like 36 cents. 
to get a nickel back. Oh man, my dad was a big proponent. <laughs> be like eleven sixty two. He'd be like, "All right, here's twenty one seventy three. Uh, I'm gonna need a ten, a dime, and a penny back, please." <laughs> Just- I always blew my mind when people would give you the money back and like act like they were giving you the same amount back, almost like right. If he they added like up that six dollars, they had twenty and fourteen and six is twenty. Like, wait, wait a minute, you just gave me right, right. fourteen dollars. Are you trying to like, like we did exchange money here, didn't we? Right. They're saying the value of what you got, and this they're adding it up to twenty, which is always just frustrating. Right, frustrating, but I always like sometimes couldn't figure it out either how they did it. Okay, yeah, I get that. I don't like when you give, would give someone cash. And you'd have to stand there as they correct the bills for you before they, you know what I mean? Like you ever give someone cash and they're like counting it out. And if the bills are flipped the wrong way, like, oh yeah, they change them right in front of you. And it's like, I don't have to see you fucking correct me, you know, like, like oh, I'm sorry, I'm not sure. giving you the oh, money on. in order. You making a Saturday morning purchase, the crumpled up old dollar sure, bills like, falling out of the pocket, ironing them out. I've never presented someone money in a nice fashion. I've just never been able to. It's just like, oh, I think there's a nickel in that dollar. If once you unfold it, I think you're going to hear a little clang. You might want to put both hands out and I'm just going <laughs> to drop them in there. I have this many. They're like putting them under books, <laughs> just ironing the dollars. Julia Child's got a rolling pin out, just setting it up. Yeah, I was, um, I was big on uh, coins back in the day. I would just go around the house and load up the pocket and Go out and paying coins. Collect them from couch cushions. Man, there was a Tommy's Red Hots. You get two hot dogs, fries, and a soda for $2.50, which meant all you need to do was find 10 quarters laying around. And oh, you yeah. had a, a meal. You had enough. And it was two fifty, and they included tax in it, which was the biggest part. You're like, there's no tax? They're giving us food. <laughs> do these guys not know? Welcome, comrades, to Tommy's Red Hots, where everything <laughs> so cheap. That's a great feeling when you're a kid and you can like buy your own meal. Meal. Yeah. Sarah gets mad when I say meal. It's a terrible word. It I is. don't know why. Meal. So nothing, you've given up nothing for Lent. What did you give up for Lent? Um, you know what, Jim? I've just, I'm trying to be a better person. I'm trying to <laughs> add things to my life and um, be more optimistic. And I haven't, I'm trying to, I'm singing church songs every day. Oh boy. My new. Dude, I'm telling you what, I, I haven't been to church um, as often as I would like me going, but we're going today for the confirmation. And, and I hope I hear, uh, here I am, Lord. You, do you know that one? Do you know- it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever go in there feeling like, God, I hope they play one of these, <laughs> like, at least give me one of the hits. Do you treat it like a concert? Like, oh man, if they don't play Mr. Jones, I am leaving this Counting Crows concert upset. If I don't get a glory, glory, hallelujah, I am yeah. I'm never attending this mass again. Give me some city of God. Let's walk out of here on a high note. Let's go. <laughs> Send us into the week with some optimism. We're all feeling a little bit more optimistic these days, I think. If you put enough money into the uh, into the bin, can you make a request for the next week's mass? Is it like a touch tunes? Is it like a that jukebox? Smart. Where you can just like, here's a 20. Like It's like a bar in Nashville. Like You tip enough. You can pick the music they play. That'd be so great. All right, everyone rise. Our closing song is up to you. What do you guys want to hear? What do you think? I got 25 on Come All You Faithful. That's a Christmas song. I don't know why I came up with that. What am I doing? I don't know hymns. Let's, let's get out of here on a banger. Who wants some uh, holy, 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 some hallelujahs? 
here I am, Lord, has got to be Lord, though. I've thought about it because it doesn't really work with like, here I am, God. Like, I wonder if when they wrote it, if they were like, here I am, Yahweh, is it I? How many monikers does God have, by the way, BT dubs? You talk Lots. about like a hip hop move. This like guy. if he was ever in a <laughs> boxing match, coming into the ring, the Yahweh, the Son of Man, Lord, your Savior. Hailing from nowhere and everywhere at the same time. He's of Nazareth. You remember him, Mary's boy. I think it's because of the songs and the prayers that they're sure. like, we got to call him something different. I think people are tired of hearing. You, you have to change it up a little bit. I don't know if some people will find that disrespectful. I, I'm not, oh. not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just trying to. Of course not. Make a little. Get some, get some giggles in before we hit March. I feel like we're going to wake up and it's just going to be March again. Yeah, man. That's where we're headed. Right back at it. Just uh, the longest year, the shortest year at the same time. Yeah. How much has your life changed since last March? I don't even know. I have to go back and look. Life was. Pretty much blacked all this out. It's been kind of crazy. No, I think it's changed a lot, you know? How so? I just think being home. Like some people learned a language during this shit, you know? I think that I'm like in less of a hurry. Okay. You know, maybe just like the pace. Yeah. And I've definitely reconnected, you know, being home. Oh, yeah, man. Which has been like, you know, that's been the best thing for me. Got to tighten my bonds. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. What What do you think? I don't know. I think I did a lot. I think I, I stayed busy, you know, with projects and stuff. But uh, I mean, I tried to be more active, but like I kept trying different shit that didn't. I'm like, I'm going to cook. And I was like, that's not going to work out for long. I need to watch that whole movie. <laughs> Dude, you do need to watch that and, and be inspired. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm going to try and start and pick out a couple of her recipes and make something. Okay. You want to do that? I'm in. What are we doing? Um... I would try, I'm trying to do French onion soup. I saw that one. See, it's tough for you because you, you get your solo, right? But yeah. you could make something like that and drop it off to some friends or something. <laughs> that makes me sound so sad and lonely. <laughs> you can make a batch of French onion soup and then flush it down the garbage disposal or something. <laughs> Maybe give it to the homeless. Maybe find a friend, hang out with someone. Trying to, trying to encourage you. I mean, no, Jim, I know Maybe you're... Meet some I know you're sad and lonely and but you know you know some people I'm right doing great if you made soup <laughs> do you have a spoon at your house do you have a bowl <laughs> like if you fed your friends do you think they'd come talk to you do you think you'd be able to socialize <laughs> with someone ever i mean this is i'm doing well i but i would I mean love i'm to- trying to be realistic right like i'm like, like trying to challenge you to like you should make a truly child recipe every week you live by yourself you don't want to do that I'm not going to make one every week, but I'll make one. I think we can have a French onion soup challenge if that's what you're after here. Oh, yeah. we can. Oh, you want to make it a contest? Oh, you, think, everything's got to be a big. All right. You want to make it competitive? Why don't we do that? Why don't we, uh, why don't we make some French onion soups for our, uh, our 70th, our uh, one year next week? Our one year. Oh, my what gosh. What do you think? Do you guys hear how we're saying? Brimley's, this is how we're celebrating the one year. We're doing <laughs> a Julia Child soup. Like, who the hell are we? Do we even know who we are? We don't even no. have fucking plans. No. no, that's not what we're doing. Hold come off on, on that. Let's All not right. commit. All right. We'll come up with something worse and then not do either. Yeah, we're not going to do anything. You know that. Everyone knows that. Come on. It's fun when we make plans. If I did something, then I would have to deal with it. Yeah. Oh, you do, oh, you you're doing something for your podcast anniversary? <laughs> you don't you don't plan anything at home. Jim gets soup but not your family? Okay. No, I think um 
getting back to what you're saying though, like how you changed now is you almost have the feeling like, okay, I, before I do go back to another faster pace, what do I want to get in? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe we don't have, we're not going to have as much of this time together. So might as well get in what you can teach the kids some things, you know, teach them to forage when you go back on the road, make their own French onion soup while dad's out traveling and making some bucks. Yeah. Right. We'll see about that. Talk about travel. How about Ted Cruz this week taking off to, oh boy. <laughs> to Cancun? I think my favorite part of that entirely fucked up story is that his family was like still there. His right. wife's like, kids, we've got some bad news for dad. Some pretty good news for the rest of us. He got destroyed on social media. He's had a rough year. It's like, who's this guy? How does he win down there? I mean, I uh, don't even get it. It's not even just this year, though, like the stuff that, you know, the, the arguing between him and Trump in 2016 during the primaries. It's just it's unbelievable. This guy's resilient as hell. He'll put up with a lot. He really will. And he looks like he just has been punched in the face a bunch of times, <laughs> but that he needs just to continually get punched in the face. Will someone please do that? What is the, the um, series of decisions that are like, I'm leaving. I'm the senator <laughs> that just voted against the integrity of the election and my state is in the worst situation ever i think i will go to mexico flights are cheap girls hmm. want to go to the ritz and then blamed his daughters mope city I, I, like how do you think there's no backlash to this you know what i mean do you think no one's just going to notice that you were there do you think no one's going to take a picture of you on a water slide <laughs> right uh, like you had senior frogs. That'd be great if uh, he had gone to class action park. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were without power and the girls were, were cold and they wanted to go to, uh, they wanted to go to class action park. So I wanted to be a good dad. I wanted to be a cool dad. Cool dad. Like, are you kidding me? That's like, if my kids came up to me and were, were like, dad, and they have, by the way, they have sure. dad, this sucks. I want to go to, Florida or Disney World or why don't you don't call the shots right what, what are you talking about right right cool dad you just up and book flights <laughs> because your kids and if he wanted to be a cool dad he could have lost that beard and it would have stepped him up tremendously I think that that would have been a bigger step to be a cool dad oh my gosh yeah he is uh I mean you want to make fun of how anyone looks uh, except him <laughs> because he is he is ridiculously looking man oh uh, hilarious he keeps searching though right he's like he's maybe trying. i'll add a beard maybe i'll everything. maybe i'll let my five-year-old cut my hair listen uh, my daughters wanted to cut my hair blindfolded and i wanted to be a good dad and i, oh, I thought I'll, okay i'll blindfold you and you can cut my hair all right who hasn't been there I'm just trying to be a good parent oh that's good stuff all right I want to come back to this confirmation. Can you tell me a little bit about the process of the day? I'm not very, I know it's one of the, so when I was a kid, you know, there was no part of me that like was sad about not being full-fledged Catholic until we found out about things like communion and confirmation. And oh, so the paydays? And envelopes. You're like, wait, <laughs> no one told me that this was an option. Yeah. I mean, um, it's a sacrament of w okay. which there are only seven, I believe. Okay. Right. Baptism, communion, mm -hmm. confirmation, matrimony, matrimony, bashful, <laughs> dopey. Um, 
Australia is one of the seven. <laughs> it's a I was trying to think of something else with seven. <laughs> Continents is perfect. Uh, um, and envy. <laughs> and as, yeah, gluttony. <laughs> anointing of the sick and there's anointing, the last rites too. Okay. Which I don't know, you, you don't necessarily get the um, anointing of the sick. You could sometimes, you just go right to last rites. Sure. sure. <laughs> I don't know how that is. So I don't know if you get all seven, but this is one that you, you know, that you get. I'm not even sure. I think it's like, hey, we baptized you, right? Mm -hmm. And we did the communion. Reconciliation, that's another sacrament. Ah. That might've been the one I was missing, which is Elliot that... is making next week, this week. So wow. I should know that. Yeah. Is that involved with? Um... That's, you would confess. That's like your first confession? Confession, yeah. Which used, we used to make it in like fourth grade. Now they get, they want to clean you up before you make your communion. So wow. now you make your reconciliation before you get uh, to taste and see. And what um, <laughs> get a little taste? The other ways to say it. Like my uncle. Now like, oh, let me get a little taste. <laughs> now you got to clean up your resume. You got to dump the sins before you dip the bread. Go to those reputation defender websites and get your yeah. get your online profile cleaned up before dunking the bread. But yeah, it's a. Um, I think it's like, okay, now that you're an adult, now are you, you sure? You, you confirming? You in? Uh-huh. Just making that's, sure you're still with us. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing today. It's like a checkpoint. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That's very cool. It's, it's a follow-up. This is, this is it. You just got to, you got to notice in your phone. You want to continue being Catholic? Can you confirm? Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, let's go. Are people bringing Check checks? Check the terms and conditions first and then. Right. What do you mean? Am I in? What I mean is we're going to have everyone over. We're going to have a party. And we're going to begin your college fund today. <laughs> we're going to begin your college fund today. So are you in? <laughs> yes. All right. What, what do you want us to call you? Ricky Williams. No. <laughs> Anthony. Are there a lot of options? Because I felt like all of my friends were Thomas, Patrick, Michael, or Anthony for confirmation. Are those the four horsemen of the Well, you have to, it has to be a saint. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of... There's a ton of saints. Sure. Which is funny, right? That they all had different names. Yeah. But there are multiples. There's, you know, more than one St. Okay. Thomas and more than one. But there's only one St. Ivan. <laughs> Could someone's confirmation name be Croy? St. Croy? No. Okay. I'm probably boring you with all these traditions, but we should talk about what you're going to do. A man, a free agent like you, like what kind of, how are we going to wrap up? Jim Flanagan. There's no, uh, there's no funeral. We're I mean, there's just, still a uh, funeral. They we do they do a visitation and a funeral. There's just no mass after. We're just gonna all get on our in our jeans and grab our bikes, burn <laughs> you up, put you in a uh, dispense you at, at Zany's Rosemont in the in the open field. The Jim Flanagan memorial ride. Just the. <laughs> Meet at the Forest Preserve, take the Illinois Prairie Path over to Rosemont. We're going to do a day club. We're going to do like Vegas style. We're going to just do a cabana party for my uh, my going away. Hey, guys, now we're going to listen to some hip hop because Jim loved it. Clearly a roast would be the best idea. Just uh, talk shit, make it an open mic, you know, let people come in, sign up, do some time, get out. Well, I was thinking something else, actually. Like? No, I'm kidding. I haven't okay. thought about your funeral, Jim. <laughs> Well, we should get out it soon. We you know what, dude? Soon. Actually, I was, what I was thinking. Sarah and I came up with a plan over the weekend. For what happens? No, man. I hope, uh, hope I'm not there. You're going to be out of town that weekend? You're going to be like, sorry, I'm working with Sebastian. I'll go before you. No. I'll be, 
I'll be checking out. Flanagan still lives. Damn him. When I told my mom um, that I had COVID, like I had previous, I'm like, just so you know, I had it. I already got over it. Everything's fine. She like freaked out because she didn't know, you know, that I had it when I had it. But I didn't want to freak her out. That was the whole point. Yeah. You know, but she was like, how would I, you live alone. How would I know if you died? And I'm like, mom, that's not exclusive to this disease. Like that could happen anytime, <laughs> which is not the answer I found out. That's not how you calm down a parent in that situation. It'd be like, you shouldn't worry about that because of COVID. You should worry about that all of the time. It could happen any minute to any of us. That's not how you calm her down. <laughs> not in the least. Come on. But look, if you want to know what my final ceremony will be like, there's already a play about it. Oh my gosh, I went to Flanagan's Wake once. Did you really? Yeah. Well, hey, if we're lucky, you'll get two, my friend. Like This is the second time I'm seeing this. You got a bit for it already? I love that that the Italians took the wedding with Tony and Tina. They're like, Uh well, we can't do the weddings. Italians are doing that. Why don't we have a funeral? Our way. I mean, I remember going to that. It was like a party. I've never been. You never went to it? I did not. However, one of my favorite moments in comedy, uh, our friend Burt Borth ran the club that we first met at, uh, Comedy in Aurora. Yes. Um, one time I bombed horrifically and we all knew it. Like it was one time? so obvious. Okay, it's happened to Bush, <laughs> thank you. But one specific time, Burt has some of the riest comedy, right? Would you say like oh, he sure. just like just these sassy one-liners like, you know, th- that make him a great club owner and, and that guy. Uh- Remember his phone ringing like right after New Year's? Oh man. It was like New Year's Eve and his phone rang like right after midnight. It was like, oh, it's so-and-so. I told him to call me. <laughs> told him to call me at first of the year. Got some new bookings. Oh, <laughs> uh, Bert Borth is great, man. He used to always talk about like how many people had reserved tickets. So I was like, hey, do, uh, how many reservations do we have about for the show? And he goes, I have plenty of reservations about this show. But... One time I bombed horrifically. And as I'm walking off stage, like not even time to process what just happened yet. He just looks at me and goes, so how was Flanagan's wake? <laughs> it's like, you're just confirming everything that I don't want to, because I'm kind of looking for maybe, and maybe I need to hear like, no, you just suck. like that yeah. did suck. But you kind of want to hear like, it wasn't that bad. Come on. Right. I mean, it was. Stay up. Stay up. You're good. <laughs> but not from him. Not when it's the situation. booker that confirms it? Unbelievable. That was the first booking he ever confirmed. Was the he just bombed. I remember Burt Borth would always, uh, he'd call it, throw the book at him. And he would have, uh, he, he had the the bit about, it was like um, a couple's book, right? From like the 50s, like dating and the... It was a book from the 50s called The Art of Dating. Yeah. The Art of Dating. Yeah, yeah. And when he'd do time, like, I'm gonna throw the book at him. I'm gonna throw the book at him. I'd take the book out. And it was very funny shit. What made it even better is like that was one of the few bits that as it got older, it got funnier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like most bits like, you know, the, the person is no longer relevant or something, you know, or the times have changed. This is because it's already a throwback. He could just do right. that forever, you know? Well, the first gig I ever really had out of town was with Burt Borth. And really? it was the Arthur House in Platteville. Oh, wow. Remember this gig? Yeah. So Platteville... Um, anyone listening is a town where is it it's in wisconsin like three hours west of chicago the bears used to uh practice there right yep in absolutely remember uh that growing up so they had this place there the arthur house which was a big supper club and huge buffet and it was a long-standing show that they did 
in the still winter? Going. Is it still going? Mike Marvell, the couch yeah. commander, literally emailed me last week asking if I would do it. That was oh, like, that's awesome. Fun gig, right? Absolutely. Well, I remember going and Sarah came with and it was like the biggest deal. It's like, I'm going out of town. It was just like Super Bowl weekend. It was the night before Brady uh, or Eli um, hit David Tyree. I think it was like the night oh, wow. before that game, right? Mm-hmm. I was so scared. I, I called Bert in his hotel room and was like, I'm not doing the show. <laughs> There's no way, right? I mean, I had to do 20 minutes. Oh man. I was practicing it in the hotel room. Absolutely. Like that part of your, when you're starting, right? I, and um, that was, uh, I just remember Bert Borth was like the first guy that booked me. Those man. I mean, first of all, there's something special about all of this when you get yeah. to do those things, but that was a room. I remember freaking out, like same thing. First time I had to do 20 minutes there. And then one time it was just me and one other comic. So I had to do 35 and he had to do 55. And I was like, I've got 35. <laughs> right what do I just do my stuff twice like I would and then what do I do for the next five minutes I still I mean it was just such a long period of time to stand up there and uh but they were such fun audiences that like it always was a little easier than I thought it was going to be because they laughed so much they were great great audiences know? and you stay at the mound view right the mound the- view in yeah you in it's oh man when their claim to fame is a view of a mound did we ever do that gig together no we did not I don't believe no. we did uh, we should just pop in there one night and do it for old time's sake. I feel I like I did it one other time too. Maybe with, um, with Mike Toomey. Very well could have been. Um, I didn't know you knew him. I, um, <laughs> so I've done it God, five or six times and it's always fun. It's always different. They're always also like they, the couple who owns it, like makes the buffet and like sit, you know, they give you free food, but they sit there and like talk to you about the food while you eat it. You know, they're just yeah. like this happy couple who's just, oh yeah, we got Bozeman coming in next month and just like talking about the lineup and they're just- They have headshots so, um, all over the bar. They got a big classic bar, right? Yeah. It's a great old school place. Really, I wonder what the vibe is there like on non-show nights. I've always wondered that. But they do have the head, the headshots all over the bar, right? Yeah, I mean, this is like, a, it's a rite of passage for a comic and it's like the thing to do in town. Yeah. You know? It was cool. Yeah, that's a fun one. And it's like, you know, you start to meet comics from Wisconsin too. So right. you really start to kind of, um, it's a Midwest gig, not just yeah. a exclusive to Chicago comics. I, um, I saw a couple of things in the news I wanted to ask you about. The, uh, I saw this uh, Harry and Meghan uh, have officially given up their royal titles. So they, oh, will, they have. They've officially given their They will never be working members of the royal family again. Does this mean that they're going to get a spinoff from the crown? Like, how does that work? <laughs> I don't know. They're going to be denounced or they, they denounce. Why do they have to be so official about it? Can they just like go quietly or? It seems like a lot of work to like, like a press conference to say we want our privacy type of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. seems a little bit, uh, a little dramatic. Okay. Like it's, uh, you are part of that family. Right. Right. Like divorcing your parents, like that kid. Yeah. It kind of has some weird energy to me. Like like you're 30. You you don't have to be, can't you just do it without being so in our faces about it? And again, dude, I'm not that into the, I was into like the historical aspect of that Mm -hmm. stuff. Like I'm not watching, I'm not reading about Megan and Harry. Like I don't. Now you're more musicals and Julia Child. I get it. Yeah. I am. I am much more manly than that. I have moved on to this. These two, pain in the ass, royal pain in the ass. These two, 
Get him out of my face, Harry and Megan. Well, they moved done. to Canada, didn't they? I believe like you, so. Why didn't they move to America? Well, they're still they stayed within the. You want to get away from them? You're still subjects. That's like, probably we don't want to be a part of you anymore, but rule us. Here, you're just citizens. There, I'm sure you get a couple extra perks, right? Yeah, I mean, you would think, but they just denounced. You, but still, you still got the employee ID. You know, you can still. I abdicate. I denounce. What is he saying? Come to I denounce my throne. You want me to denounce? I denounce. I'm no longer the king of Zamunda. That's is all that, they had to do. That's it. Is that um, that coming to America two out yet? Do you have any interest in that? Sure, I think I would. I would want yeah. just for nostalgia's sake, right? For nostalgia's sake, and because it's Eddie Murphy. I mean, I I'd, I'd love Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's so great and so funny. Super. And talented. when he's being funny, and this is him being funny, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to see it. And they got, I saw the trailer. That to me is one of the funniest movies ever. Like, I don't know. I haven't seen it recently. Sure. But that was one of my favorite movies ever. Incredible. And the uh, the trading places, uh, like, uh, uh, you know, that, that little scene with Random, Randolph and Mortimer. Yeah. Is one of those like Easter eggs that like was like, what? They can do that? You can yeah. like cross over cinematic universes here. I thought that was very, very cool and well done. Um, oh, that was so cool when they did that and left that little nugget. Mm-hmm. Those are both John Landis too. I believe that. Did we say that? Did I say that earlier? No, uh, but that makes but, sense. Yeah, the um, there was some controversy too that he stole that story. He got sued for that like big time. Eddie really? Murphy that he he like stole the um, screenplay idea. I don't know, but. At any rate, that story, uh, I, I, I don't love when they redo like every movie and bring back everything. Yeah. But this one makes sense to me. This and I'm hoping so it's a nostalgia fest where it's just like some of the same bits. Just, you know what I mean? Like sometimes <laughs> movies are like, I can't believe Anchorman 2 was Anchorman 1, the same jokes, but worse. But like, yeah, but when it's 30 something years later, almost 40 years later. Wow. Yeah. Like, is the dad the still shit. alive? That's McDowell? a great question. I don't know. Is his name Amos, John Amos? Yeah, I don't think, I don't know if he is. That's he may a, have passed away, no? I think you're right. He was great in that movie. Probably the like the deepest character in that movie. I mean, you you know, you, that guy had some strife. Um, yeah. He is still with us. He is 81 years young. Wow. And then the guy who was um, Soglo was, he was in ER, right? Really? He was, uh, dude, he was also the voiceover of a Michael Jordan highlight video. Um, like he was like the voiceover of, of above and beyond or Michael Jordan rare air. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Eric LaSalle is his name. I just looked it up. I didn't realize. Wow. Yeah. He's done all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah. He was, he was big, right? Yeah. Eric LaSalle. Right. He, yeah. He's a voice of above and beyond. Wow. That's he's on Chicago like. PD. Oh really? And he's not on, He's uh he's not gonna be part of the reboot. Oh no, really? Yeah, but who is in it? This his hair is too short. List. Yeah, that's probably what it was. <laughs> uh, some people who are in it for sure though, and uh, it may even be out by now. Um, Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, John Amos, James Earl Jones, Garcelle Bouvet, Vanessa Bell Calloway, Sherry Headley, and Louis Anderson. So really? They got. Oh yeah, Louis Anderson cast. worked at McDonald's. That's I about great, that. man. I forgot all about that too. That's a great little role for a. Uh, burgeoning superstar louis was big right like louis was a big star for a while was he not oh he was huge yeah i remember his stand-up specials were really big yeah 
You know, it's also a great uh, Coming to America reference, and you turned me on to um, Baby Blue, the video Action Bronson. Action Bronson. Check that out. That's funny. Chance the Rapper, Baby Blue. Fantastic song. Uh, Wonderful video and an homage, definitely. Donations. (laughs) Donations. I thought it was a trash. I mean, that's like the most quotable movie. Absolutely. And really one of the first times that I remember Eddie Murphy doing like all the characters. Yeah. That he did. And like seeing that at the end of the movie, I remember not, I was like, wait, he's the old Jewish guy yeah. in the barbershop too? Right. That one like, got me. He's, like all those characters and like the, you know, the reverend and the sexual chocolate. I Man. mean, come on. The range. And that was, um, that was like the first time I've ever seen that. Like yeah. the, that an actor would do that. And laid the groundwork for like Nutty Professor, Dr. Doolittle, all of those when he does all those characters. It's just like, it's cool, but not the same. Like he right. played Arsenio Hall. He played Arsenio Hall. <laughs> you know how what, good though? he was. <laughs> that is how good he is, though. Like you almost take it for granted. Like the, it's like, think about it. How many characters he's doing. Yeah. And what, and you just go with him. So do you, you get know? that many paychecks? I don't know. I don't know how that works out. I mean, there's got to be, right? Like, there's got to be some royalty stuff. Like, well, I was 80% of the cast. Yeah. But, like, watching Nutty Professor, I mean, that movie is, like, yeah, it's for kids. And But watching him, it's like, man, when he's the professor versus yeah the uh, alter ego, you know? The character it's works. It's just really good, man. And he's, uh, he's phenomenal. Are you going, because um, I saw that uh, Belushi was ranked one of the in one list, the top SNL performer ever. I'm thinking I would go Eddie Murphy over Belushi. I think a lot of people would. Um, uh, both short times on the cast though, right? Um, yes and no, I think. How long was I Murphy think they, there? They both did multiple years, at mm-hmm. least a few years. Belushi was, had a choppy thing because he had the drug use. Like, I mean, he had a lot of issues with the drugs. Absolutely. There's cases you can make. For, when something runs that long, there's cases you can make. You can make a case oh, sure. for Keenan. Yeah. Uh, Will Ferrell, his run, you know, amazing for a long time. Yeah. I guess I would just go in like maybe the yeah. different chapters too, different decades. Agreed. I, I, I gravitated more toward Eddie. Um, Kristen Wiig, you can make a case. I was for. just about to say Kristen Wiig, man. She is like her upside, like where she's going. Cause now she's starting to do like dramatic stuff. And yeah. I just heard her on um, Stern, I think. It was a good interview. Really? She's cool, man. She's so talented. She was great in Wonder Woman 84. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She I never was really good that. in that. Yeah, it's fine. But she's really good in that. I just can't get geared up to watch these superhero movies. I've seen like, I just like can't. three. Yeah. Not just, there yet. And it seems to be like taking up so much of movies. Yeah. You know, it's the big blockbuster every time. It's just how well, how do we put more of them together? Well, let's yeah. put more of them. It's like Voltron was right, man. They had the formula. You form a super, you're all heroes on your own and you form, you know, better together, man, just stuck with it. <laughs> I'm lost on all of that. Who the hell is Voltron? <laughs> you don't remember Voltron? They were all like, like lions, a... but then they formed together into like a super thing. It was like a, a transformer thing. Yeah. It was. It was like that. But they all like banded together. It was like a pre-Power Rangers. Dude, I tapped out like modern wise. I probably tapped out at like Thundercats. Oh, man. Maybe um, that's as far as I went. And then everything else was like old school. Tom and Jerry. Sure. Bugs Bunny. Popeye. Sure. I never went down like the um, Power Rangers. Power Rangers is after me. Even like He-Man. I was never like that into He-Man and like all that stuff. 
I think that, I mean, but again, like four years between us makes a big difference in that era, right? Like, so I was yeah. more He-Man, She-Ra, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles, all that stuff was like for suburban kids, man. In the city, we were not rolling with what? pizza eating turtles. Get the hell out of here. Why not? Were you too cool for it? No, I don't. I honestly don't even know what it was. And I just. Were you outside? Okay, weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I was outside or I was like doing something. See, I kind of picture them being like after school, like when people were watching like Inspector Gadget. Oh, no, the chipmunks. You say the chipmunks. There's a, uh, the first one of that movie is not bad for kids. Really? They were, my kids were in that one. Yeah. But the, be- the best part is there's a squeakle. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite movie titles that they've done. The chipmunks per two is called the squeakle. Come on. That's it great. That dude made some money out of that. I'm Jason sure. Lee. David Cross is in it too. Oh, that's right. I yeah, forgot man. about that. Chipmunks is not bad. Okay. Squeakwell, not that great. I love that you're, you're shitting on the Ninja Turtles, but you're like, just don't watch the Squeakwell. I'm, never, I'm not a big fan of the chipmunks, like the, the way they sound. I'm not a, I hate the chipmunk songs. Well, that's their entire gimmick. So I, know. I understand that you don't like them. I, uh, I would enjoy them for after school cartoons. Yeah. What I loved about it is everything was like 11 minutes. You got two in a 30 minute show plus commercials. That right. was ADHD Jim's Alley. That's right up. My, I don't like this one. Another one starts in three minutes. Look at <laughs> toys for three minutes and then we'll come back with a brand new story. Alvin, he's something else, huh? He really is. He's <laughs> like the Zach Morris of, uh, of Vermin. They do nail the personalities though. Theodore was just like a lazy, right? Theodore was a mope. Can we say that? Theodore is a yeah. bit of a mope. <laughs> Theodore is a mope. Simon's a dork, but you don't, I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, he's a big. You, no, he's allowed to say that anymore. No, you can call him a dork. Yeah. Simon's intellectual and curious and, uh, you know, has a nice guiding principles, maybe plays in the within the boundaries. I, I have some Simon in me, I have some Alvin in me. And I guess what, guys? I have a little bit of Theodore too. <laughs> Got some Theo. <laughs> you could kind of like sum up your personality or what kind of day you're having having with a, with a chipmunk <laughs> description, right? <laughs> like I could check in with you like, dude, I am Alvin right now. Because if I call you during the business hours, you are Simon. I am Simon AF. <laughs> yeah. And this Sunday morning, I feel pretty Theodore. I got to be honest. <laughs> You are Theodore right now. But last night, you. last night I got to do a, a distance live gig and I was Alvin AF <laughs> last night. I was Alvin it up. I could hear him in the back going, Alvin. That's how it was a cheerleader after me. It was great. Maybe the creator was like, hey, I have really three personalities. I'm going to divide all of them into chipmunks. Think about the millions we could make it's on the Sing about it. With like our TED talk about like, which chipmunk are you? You know, we're all little Alvin, a little Simon and a little Theodore. Which initial do you want on your sweater? And then everyone just stands up and cheers. You got to change your shirt. You're being a total T right now. (laughs) I'm sorry. You're wearing an S, but you're being a T. I'm going to need you to be an A. I think they only, only Alvin has his name on his shirt. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Is that, is that part of making him the alpha? Is that what that is for? A bunch of letters. I thought they yeah, that was one. just Alvin's. Book. Okay. Didn't they also date <laughs> chipettes who were exactly like them? Didn't they date their replicas basically? <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're mir- all they did was like, they just drew them again with, like, in, <laughs> with wigs. in dresses and longer hair. What's your interest? I want me with long hair. Yeah. We're just going to put a wig on you. <laughs> Have fun. Have fun dating yourself.
Yeah, like Theodore. Theodore like met met his girlfriend like in a cookie jar, probably. <laughs> <laughs> like they met at in like a lazy situation, you know. Simon, they were like- both they were both going through the garbage. <laughs> they found they found a pie. There was a pie sitting on top of the garbage, and that's how that's how they met. Simon and his girlfriend like their volcanoes erupted and went into each other, <laughs> like the, the lava from their science projects melded. Yeah. They won. They were both reaching for the same book. <laughs> oh, that's my Bunsen burner. <laughs> and Alvin, Alvin, he was probably playing quarterback and she was cheerleading, right? Like some real. Alvin was doing blow at a nightclub. <laughs> and she, she, was the, she was the server there. He was the cute server. Oh, that's great. All right. We've, we've done it. We've, we've figured out the chipmunks finally for the Brimley. Hey, we do have uh, one review. Next week, we're going to talk about the squeakquel. <laughs> Tune in for part two of our album of Chipmunks episode next week, The Squeakle. Dude, if you would have told me that we would have talked about the Chipmunks. Julia Child. We need to come up with an agenda more. <laughs> we really do. Okay, I'm going to try and get through that Belushi documentary now that The Wire's over. But also, there's a documentary we both want to check out this week. Yes, the Patrice O'Neill. Yes, I want to check that one out. Patrice O'Neill. I just saw Bill Burr tweeted it out. It's like just out there. It's available. Comedy Central. Yeah. But you can watch it online. Yeah. If you don't know who Patrice O'Neill is, great stand up. Died way too young. Had a way about him too. Uh, but he could pick out all like he was not necessarily a nice guy, right? Like he yeah. He was super vicious, what he was known for. But I didn't know that much about his personality, really. He was uh he had that rep. Yeah, it sounds like a brilliant dude and was just kind of playing at another level. Absolutely. Um yeah, I'm going to check that out. What else? Anything else we're uh, going to watch this week? I think that's the big one. Um, but we do have a new review from Izzy, BVB. Izzy said, Class Action Park. Thank you for this documentary suggestion. Wanting to recommend it to I don't even know how to describe it. As a teenager in the mid-80s, there was so much truth in the story. Our parents weren't in our business wondering where we went. Just wanted us out of the house. I loved yeah. it. I love you guys too. Thank you, Izzy. Um, oh, that's great. Thank you. We had a class action park reference again today. Look at us. Yeah, I'm with you, Izzy. It's hard to describe. You just got to watch it. Just check it out. And again, you don't have to watch the whole thing. But the first 50 minutes of that thing is pretty great. It's pretty awesome. Absolutely. All right. So what's the agenda today, Pat? And we got to get out of here. The uh, There's a mask. I'm off to the confirmation, man. I'm okay. off to, to sponsor. And then what's the play afterwards normally? Usually like a, a luncheon situation? Is it an event? Yeah, I mean, I think usually when there's not a pandemic, mm-hmm. there's more of a, a blowout. We're just sure. going back to um, to their house. Perfect. It's going to be small, just family. But it's a big day for Wyatt, and uh, it'll be it'll be nice. I'm, I'm excited. Awesome. Enjoy the day. Congrats to Wyatt, and uh, have fun with the fam. All right, man. Appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us again. We have one more. Uh, week of February and then we're going to be in a March next week dude we got to do something for, for the one year we will do something for the one year anniversary and we hope everyone is doing well out there hanging in there and dude right optimism they're starting to feel you know optimism and French onion soup baby that's what's up but wear two masks wear but two wear masks. but wear two masks uh, all our friends in Texas we hope uh, we hope you get some power we hope uh, we hope things get back to normalcy for you soon yes of course Love Texas. The stars at night are big and bright sure are. in the heart of Texas. Quick shout out to close personal friends of mine, um, Kim Kardashian, Weston Kanye, Weston Spiles. I do too. A quick shout out to you, who um, I thought we were saying goodbye, and you brought up another news story trying to push this into overtime. Well, I have to go attend a sacrament. I'll see you. Bye.